0: Good morning, faithful listeners, you've tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hey, good morning, faithful listener. This is your host, Jen, with the P40 Ministries podcast. For those of you who live in the States, I hope you're staying warm right now. I've heard that there's record lows everywhere. Right here where I'm at, it's, it's just absolutely freezing. And my poor dog, we got a lot of snow over the week, and uh, he's just a tiny little guy. I just had to keep going outside to shovel him spots to go to the bathroom because the snow was so high. It came up to my waist, and he would have easily gotten lost in the snow had I not kept shoveling constantly. It was very annoying, but I had to do it in order to not lose my dog in the snow. And also he's white. So, um, yeah, he would have gotten lost. <laughs> but he's a cute little guy. So, I hope you're staying warm wherever you're at. We're actually in a new chapter of the Bible this morning. We are in Genesis chapter 34. And today I will be reading out the W.E.B. version, and I'm going to be talking about verses 1 through 12 today, and then on Monday we will finish out this chapter and finish it by reading verses 13 all the way to 31, and we'll talk about that. So this story is one long continuation. This entire chapter is one big story. So I think stopping at verse 12 is the best way to break up the story for today. So make sure to grab your cup of coffee. I will be reading out of the W.E.B. version, as I always do. But you, of course, can read out of whatever version you prefer. Dina, the daughter of Leah, whom she bore to Jacob, went out to see the daughters of the land. Shechem, the son of Hamar the Hivite, the prince of the land, saw her. He took her, lay with her, and humbled her. His soul joined to Dina, the daughter of Jacob, and he loved the young lady, and he spoke kindly to the young lady. Shechem spoke to his father, Hamor, saying, Get me this young lady as a wife. Now Jacob heard that he had defiled Dina, his daughter, and his sons were with his livestock in the field. Jacob held his peace until they came. Hamor, the father of Shechem, went out to Jacob to talk to him. The sons of Jacob came in from the field when they heard it. The men were grieved, and they were very angry, because he had done folly in Israel in lying with Jacob's daughter, a thing that ought not to be done. Hamor talked with them, saying, The soul of my son, Shechem, longs for your daughter. Please give her to him as a wife. Make marriages with us. Give your daughters to us and take our daughters for yourselves. You shall dwell with us and the land will be before you. Live and trade in it and get possessions in it. Shechem said to her father and to her brothers, Let me find favor in your eyes and whatever you will tell me, I will give. Ask me a great amount for a dowry and I will give whatever you ask of me. But give me the young lady. As a wife. So when we left off on Wednesday, Jacob had moved his entire family to this Canaanite city, also called Shechem, which was the name of this young prince. So the city was named after this young prince that we read about here in Genesis 34. Now, once everybody had gotten all settled in, Dina, who is the daughter of Leah and Jacob's only daughter, decides to go out and see the daughters of the land is what it says. She's probably a young adult or um, a teenager or something like that. So she is clearly older and she goes out and decides to visit some of the ladies that are in this Canaanite city. And most girls would do this, you know, when I was a teenager I wanted to go hang out with my friends and considering the fact that Dina was the only girl besides her mother and Rachel and then the servants in Jacob's family, she clearly wanted to go out and make some friends of her own. So she goes into this Canaanite city and you remember that Jacob should never have moved to this Canaanite city because God had told him to move actually to his hometown, which was not a Canaanite city, but probably closer to Bethel, where God had first appeared to Jacob many, many years ago when Jacob saw that ladder coming out of heaven. You remember about that? Jacob was doing something that he shouldn't have done. Because of this, Dina ends up getting defiled. And it's not completely Jacob's fault, but it is part of the reason she ended up getting defiled. But She goes out to visit these young ladies, and this prince named Shechem, who the city was named for, sees Dina. And the NLT version says he seized her and he raped her. But then he fell in love with her. Clearly this guy is off of his rocker. This Shechem guy, who was a prince, sees this young lady traveling around without supervision, and he takes her. I was reading somewhere that the Canaanites believed that any young woman who was not married and who was without supervision was just fair game. So that is how debased the Canaanites really were. They had no respect for women and for young women. They just believed that they were property almost. And uh, this Shechem person saw Dina and decided that he was just going to take her. So he rapes her. And the W.E.B. version that we originally read out of said that he humbled her. So this was not something Dina wanted. This was forced upon Dina. And she was defenseless against it, unfortunately. This just happened. And this was a terrible thing. But it says right after this, Shechem falls in love with Dina. And he tries to win Her affection with tender words is what the NLT says. And I find that interesting. He's speaking softly to her and yet he had just fully raped her. You know, she was a virgin. She was a young lady. And he had done something that was cruel and just absolutely wrong. And now he's trying to speak soft words to her in order to win her affections. What woman, after they've been raped, would want this? You know, I mean, most women would want to get away from that situation as quickly as possible. And this was a very scary thing. I mean, she just got raped and now this lunatic is trying to win her affections. So right after this happens and he falls in love with Dina, Shechem says to his father, Hamor, who is probably the ruler of that area, maybe the king. He says, get me this young girl. I want to marry her. And so he demands of his father, I want this girl. She is going to be my wife, and that's that. Please just get her for me. So Hamar agrees, and he decides to go talk to Jacob. Now, somehow, Jacob ends up hearing that Shechem had defiled his daughter, Dina. So probably what happens, though the Bible doesn't say this specifically, Dina probably ended up telling her family what had happened. She was probably very scared, and Jacob catches wind of this that Shechem the prince of the land had raped his daughter but he does nothing and he decides not to say anything until his sons are back from the field so after his sons are done doing their long day's work you know his sons are older by this point this is probably many years after they were born but once they're done with their hard day's work then he tells them and they are infuriated They are so angry. It says they were shocked and they are furious that their sister had been raped. And they knew that Shechem had done this horrible, horrible, disgraceful thing against Jacob's family. And the W.E.B. version says against Israel. So this is the first time that Israel as a nation is kind of being established with this whole family. It says this was something that should never have been done in Israel. So like I said, this is the first time Israel is really being known as a nation and starting to become established. So after this, after the brothers get so angry and um, everybody is shocked that this has happened in their family, Hamor, Shechem's father, decides to come visit Jacob. And he says, you know, Shechem is so in love with Dina and he wants her as his wife. And he says, Please, please just let him marry your daughter, Dina. And he says, you know what? Let's actually just arrange marriages. You know, your sons can marry our daughters in Shechem. And then my son can marry your daughter in Israel. You know, you can trade, you can live with us. You're not going to be foreigners. We're going to just all live together and we're going to be happy and, you know, feel free to buy the property in the area. Settle here, trade with us, and, you know, we'll become uh, conjoined together. So right after this, perhaps this is not getting through to Jacob and um, the sons, this whole spiel that Hamor does shechem himself decides to speak about dina he says please be kind to me and let me marry her he begs he says i am going to give you whatever you ask for no matter what dowry you demand like if you want me to pay a dowry for dina i'll do it whatever you ask of me i'll pay it just please give me dina I just want her so badly. My soul is joined to hers. That's actually what the W.E.B. version says. His soul became joined with Dina's. He loved her even though he was a creep and a loser. So we will learn more about what happens on uh, Monday and what the brothers end up doing in this situation. Because remember, they're furious. So it's kind of a cliffhanger. We'll find out what happens on Monday and uh, what happens to the fate of Dina here. So make sure you join me then at 6 a.m. Friends, I want to let you guys know that I am coming out with a coloring book very, very soon. It is uh, coloring pages that I have fully designed myself, as well as some devotionals that go along with those uh, coloring pages. And it's both an adult coloring book and also a children's coloring book. So the two coloring books kind of go together you know they're a matched set and you know the children's one will have easier coloring pages and simpler devotionals and then the adult one will have more advanced devotionals on the same topic and more advanced coloring pages and this is an activity that you can do with your kids and this is coming up very very soon hopefully I want to get this done within the next couple of weeks fully out there and published. Hopefully everything goes smoothly and I get that done very quickly. Everything is pretty much written. I just have to format it all and uh, just do all that good stuff. So I will talk more about that in the future when that finally comes out, but uh, pray for me that it gets done. I'm starting to get a little bit nervous that I'm not going to finish it in time and then not get it out before Easter. And so I'm, I'm kind of stressing out about that a little bit. So uh, keep me in your prayers. But um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and for supporting P40 Ministries. I appreciate all of you. I'll see you on Monday, bright and early, 6 a.m. Happy listening and God bless.